Hey, you, with the toaster in the bathtub, get that out of there. It's time to play With Regrets, the weekly events-based podcast about things about events that are based in events. We'll see you there. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of With Regrets. Regrets being plural, because why, Stephanie? Uh, because I becomes E and X. F after C. Uh, oh, oh, no, because we all have a few. Got it. Right. We yeah. all just like bodies in the basement. We all have a few regrets. Some of them are even linked to those bodies. But yes, welcome to With Regrets, our favorite podcast that involves me talking about regrets in the event industry that people regret doing because they can't sleep at night because they lie in bed and think about their regrets. And then Stephanie, who just says whatever she wants. This is Stephanie Jaco. CSEP, co-host, HPIC, overall bad bitch, and just angry at the world sometimes. Stephanie. Hi. So nice to see you and hear from you and all the things. That was a lovely introduction. Actually, nicer than most of them. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I knew you loved me. So I'm excited, Thomas, because today... We have a a guest with us that is a friend of both of ours. I'm super excited. And he's a man of well-renown. And I'm going to let him talk to us about all of his amazing life and things surrounding that. But just a couple of fun facts before we jump in. This man is a culinary school graduate, which not a lot of people know that, but hey. Chef um, Boy RD. (laughs) Yes, indeed. He is obsessed with shoes. I think sneakers to be exact. And he is a father to a high schooler, which is a brand new thing and very exciting for him. So please, everybody out in listener land, Welcome to the show, Rick Turner. Yay, Bill Coleman, which is Italian. Hey guys, how are you? You know, Yay. before we started recording, I'm I told you I said hello to my two of my favorite people, and I mean that sincerely. Okay. I haven't known either of you personally for too long, but we bonded very rapidly during our board retreat back in January. And we pretty much talk every other day, even with our crazy schedule. So that's that's testament to how much I adore the two of you. Yeah, Thank my you. mother's upset that I talk to you more than I talk to her. So, just so you know, she'll fight you. Don't worry about it. And the people listening who I told four months ago that my phone broke, I definitely do not talk to these people. My phone is still, <laughs> my phone is still broken. And I, I, I don't know. The screen's cracked. I can't read text messages. Just because we talk to you does not mean you talk back. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, Rick. Where I know we have a bunch of stuff planned, but... I read something because I get a little FBI sometimes about our guests. And you said a couple years ago in an article something that your grandfather used to say to you. Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted you to talk about that. I think it was keep your nose to the grindstone. The grindstone, yes. Absolutely. Can you tell us how that has impacted you? Because hearing that that was always said to you and then knowing Mm -hmm. you seeing everything you do, it definitely is embedded in you. I think the people Mm -hmm. who, I think people would describe that about you without even knowing that, like I would. So can you just, before we get into all the fun and like the crazy, kind of touch upon what that has meant to you in this Mm -hmm. world? Yeah, you know, it directly relates to, to my late grandfather, my my mother's father, you know, born in Western Pennsylvania during the Depression, coal mining towns, company towns, 
went off and served in World War II and came back to the States, met my grandmother and drove a beer truck back then with manual transmissions and weird traffic laws and worked his way up to a liquor rep. Always a, a very blue collar guy, but always held family in the highest regards, but worked his butt off, was a great provider. And it wasn't until I was a little older that I saw that, but he used to call me and write me. He would call every morning before class when I was in college, when we were still paying long distance bills. And he would write me a letter a week. And at that time he was going through a form of cancer. And every phone call ended with, keep your nose to the grindstone, you know, you're in college, you're doing something with your life. And uh, that, that always stuck with me. So I try and instill that in my son's life. I do that with my partners, my employees, and my the community. Really just try and keep everyone focused on stuff. Because there's so many distractions, as we all know. I mean, I've got four screens open right now, trying to just keep all the lids on the cookie jars right now, but I always feel that if you oh, I love to the grindstone, yeah, yeah, so does Cookie <laughs> Monster. It's one of these things where you're going to keep what's important front and center to you. And that's how we get through these days, you know? I love that. Well, thank you. Thank you for indulging me. I know I don't want to start on a serious note, although we are very sure. serious people. Um, seriously, seriously disturbed. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Stephanie, so you can go have fun now. Bye. I'll be back in 30. <laughs> Okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, so yeah, Rick, we're going to we're going to get to know you a little bit for our listeners who don't necessarily know you as as well as Thomas and I do. So we thought it would be fun to do a little speed dating question asking. This is really just a off the top of your head, this or that. Give it to me straight. So I've got a series of questions. That is why I'm not them. participating. Yeah, he's not allowed to do that when we're doing straight things. All right, so. This is very apropos to the last year. Sweatpants or business suit? Both. I am a huge proponent of athleisure lately. And John Elliott Escobar sweatpants are the perfect (laughs) garment. I was wearing them pre-pandemic too, but I also have 30 plus suits. I think it's super important to dress the part. You can always dress down, but you can't dress up if you haven't hit that point already. I heard you once said to someone that they spent hundreds of dollars on a $29 suit and it sticks in my hand. Yeah, it sticks in my head. (laughs) Oh, I can see a Topman silhouette from a mile away. (laughs) Same. (laughs) All right. uh, Saturday night out or Sunday fun day? Oh, Sunday fun day by all means. Brunch okay. is a sport, and I consider myself the Scotty Pippen of brunch. Um, you don't <laughs> win championships with it without me on the team. I love brunch. I love working brunch because it's a fun crowd. I love going to brunch. I, I've hosted brunch at my house. It's just, I think it's awesome. And Sunday night, especially now, Sunday night is always sin night, service industry night. And that's typically mm-hmm. a slow night because it's a school night for mm-hmm. just about everyone else. But that's a night for bartenders and hospitality workers and event professionals to go out. Wait, we're only supposed to go out on Sundays? I mean, not well, only. Okay, thank God. I thought I was doing it wrong. Half, it's usually half price of the business card. Ooh, <laughs> I have so many of those. Look there you that. go. All right. Uh, wine list or craft cocktails? Wine. I've been exploring wine a lot more lately. I am actually sitting in my craft cocktail lounge right now, mm-hmm. and I have to make flashcards for it. But I am a foodie, and wine translates far more to me. 
it's it's been a nice kind of casual exploratory adventure. I like that. Homemade dinner or Michelin star meal? Uh, as someone who has a Michelin star chef on their roster and someone who's maybe home four hours a week, if <laughs> neither, I have A, found myself forgetting to eat or B, making do with the smoothie. My favorite yes. recipe to make is reservations. So that's, yes, uh, I have a lot of reservations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rick, being from a culinary school graduate, would you rather a good knife or a good pan? Oh, good knife all day. Good knife is an extension of you. Yeah, by by all means. Pans are a pain in the butt to clean. A knife is part of you. Okay. Okay. Farm to table or gourmet ingredients? Gourmet ingredients. Um, farm to table is something that's just so passe. Uh, tasting menu or family style? Family style. I am big into sharing. In fact, my newest operation, our tagline is simply share, period. I want to be known to be one of the first operators out there that's getting people together after they've been in their caves for 14 months to get them to break bread with loved ones and and friends and family and show that it's not so scary. This is something that we've done for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. We need to be able to do it again. It fuels conversation, it strengthens bonds, and it creates memories. Food is always a focal point when it comes to that. Right on. Okay, so this is going to harken back a little bit to a previous mm-hmm. life of yours in traveling events. Coffee at an airport or coffee at a gas station? Oh, gas station coffee. Are you kidding me? The crap they serve out of the little button pushing thing? By all means. That's, if you're paying more than 98 cents for 32 ounces, you're, you're living life wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. In events, uh, big budget or good client? Good client always a good, good client. The the clients with the smallest budgets provide the biggest headaches. The clients with the biggest budgets don't care about you. It's the ones in the middle. It's the ones that you're dining out with. It's the ones that invite you to happy hour. It's the ones that call you on a milestone day or milestone event. It's the ones that genuinely want to golf with you or invite you to their home. The, the good clients, those are friends that you happen to do business with. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Intimate gathering or crowded conference? Intimate gatherings at a crowded conference. Mm, okay. You guys are both veterans of those wars with me. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of times where you're with the big group and then we call out the safe word. We know which bar to reconnoiter at and <laughs> let the snark fly, right? Snark? Who does snark? That's a, I, I don't I'm, understand. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the word. I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, elaborate theme or great production? Great production. Themes, I, I think, are going to fall to the wayside. And frankly, if I get invited to another Gatsby, steampunk, Harry Potter, crapola fest, I'm just I'm never going to leave my house again. Yeah. Okay, the last couple of questions I have are finish the sentence questions. My favorite conference destination was? San Diego. Okay. My next flight is to? Oh, God, where is it? Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Oh, I'm so jealous. It's on my list. I do my best work when? It's early in the morning. Okay. I spend most of my free time... Honestly, watching TikTok, 
realistically just working to take care of myself. This industry, regardless of if you're a dishwasher or a award-winning event planner, it, it, it's a meat grinder. It's a tree chipper. It, it, it chews you up. You work 25 hours a day, eight days a week. So the rare times that you do have to yourself, spend it focusing on you and being mentally and physically sound. This last question is very indicative of the fact that I talk to you way too often, but my favorite TikTok to follow is... <laughs> Kings and Queens above 18 guy who actually lives about 12 miles east of where I am right now. Um, Rick Turner, I feel like I'm, I know so much about you now. I think, though, what our listeners really love to get into, I mean, really, by listeners, I mean me, uh, are some yes, of the Stephanie, crazy... tell us what you get into. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. So we like to talk about the crazy things in life here on mm -hmm. With Regrets because, you know, those are always the fun things. But we want to know what are some of the craziest stories you have from your life in events and food service and all of those things. Sometimes that uh, just stick out in your brain like, um, so this one time. Every day is a new adventure, to, to be perfectly honest with you. And each time you think it can't get any worse than this, well, just wait till later in the week and, and it'll happen. <laughs> Today, for example, I am dealing with nightmarish weather. I have 130 reservations for an outdoor patio space, and it is raining sideways, upside down and inside out, and will not be letting up until tomorrow. And people simply can't understand why they can't sit outside. So that's ongoing stuff, and that's an example of what continues. I've had chandeliers fall on the head table at a wedding. Oh, I've had the power go out at headline performances. I have had the fire marshal shut things down. The second week, I had a restaurant open. The power went out, and it being a wood-fired restaurant filled with smoke, and the guests couldn't understand why I was opening the windows when it was 38 degrees out. <laughs> I was like, you can be warm or you can be dead because my hood system does not work without power. Best part of that is when the fire department showed up, they brought in fans, and they said, where should we plug these in? And oh, man. yeah, that was, that was cool. I so, hope you gave them ample suggestions of where they could put their plugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for masks. Perform the Heimlich maneuver three times at events. I have had a guest have I'm a, yes, who are still alive to this day. I had a guest have a seizure in the middle of a wedding and the bride somehow thought it was my fault for ruining the wedding. And I had to remind her it was her guest that had a medical condition and basically yeah. saved their life. That was cool. Jeez, what hasn't happened, you know? Um, used to yeah, be this is all totally typical stuff, Rick. Just yeah. every, everything. <laughs> One good a, war story very early on in my career was uh, ran hospitality for live performances at an arena. And uh, we had uh, Little Wayne and the Cash Money Millionaires, the Locks, Ja Rule, the Baja Men. Ooh, what kind of bagel? Gray. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was everything. It was Jada Kiss, Chic Luch, and uh, Styles P, and everything bagel. Maybe. I was tasked with finding bottles of Cristal. And this was New Year's Eve, by the way, so that was no small feat. Found two bottles. A woman physically assaulted me in the liquor store because she found out that they weren't going to be enjoyed by, quote-unquote, proper society. 
So that was fun. And then I got them back to the arena. I had the talent sign off that they received them an hour later. I got a call on the radio that they were missing. I said, it's tough. It's your problem. You signed off on them. They were in your dressing room. And they were found in a bathroom, just ripped open and guzzled in there. But that was a two and a half hour fight during the post-show payout because they felt that they didn't want to pay the $3,000 each for them and so on and so forth. So that was one of these things where I've learned it's a lot easier just to say no when you can see the headache coming at you straight on. Yeah, that train is barreling down the tracks and you see it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. People can be difficult to to handle for sure. Mm-hmm. And especially when expectations are very different between people. I think that's Absolutely. A, it's a big one. So you traveled around the country with a production company for a long time. Correct. I, I did it for a production company and then uh, for an experiential event agency based in LA. I was fortunate enough to visit a lot of very unique places and, and try them out for some of our clientele. It was amazing. It was five of the best years of my life. I can imagine. That sounds mm-hmm. amazing. And I really wish that, I really hope that we get back to the point of doing all those types of things again soon. But in the meantime, as mm-hmm. we start looking at travel again and looking at it with want in our eyes, is there any point that, I mean, you were traveling quite a bit. Right. Uh, do you have any moment that sticks out in your brain about that relates to the travel itself and whether it was just an absolute horror story or like this one time the stewardess went above and beyond and it was just amazing and we had a party oh yeah tell me about when a stewardess went above and beyond uh, oh man i had one nice. flying to mexico for leisure that was pretty extra and was a, a gentleman who was very interested in what property i was staying at and who i was traveling with oh that was, that was flattering it was fluttering my eyelashes at him a lot of my flight stuff was like pretty normal. I am a big over-the-ear headphone, don't talk to me, Same. super structured guy. Depending on what class I'm sitting in <laughs> is how I'll communicate. I've had some of the best networking on international first class and international business class. People that I still talk to, people that I want business from. I took a lot of red eyes from Los Angeles and Las Vegas and I, I don't wish that on my worst enemy. It's That's just, <laughs> I'd rather do like the pioneers and take a kind of stove to go wagon and wind up with an arrow through my head and have to eat <laughs> half of my family. I mean, it's just no thing. Wednesdays are tough. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's crazy, especially during these weird trying times to see how everyone's operating. Mm-hmm. But frankly, air travel was no different. You're just wearing a mask. I've been to Asia enough where... That was commonplace even five, six, seven, ten years ago. So yeah. no biggie. Perfect. Well, I again, thank you for sharing some of those stories. I sure. think we're going to take a quick break here before we get into some more fun and games. Uh, but for those Everyone. in our land, we'll be right back. Hey, you. Are you like me and you're too busy doing nothing or everything and never have that in-between time? Are you busy with the day-to-day tasks, procrastination, and event planning? We know the old saying, too many meetings and not enough time. Don't you just wish someone else could do some things for you? Well, do I have a solution for you. Virtually yours, an admin service for the pros by the pros. Blair, your future virtual admin spent 10 years as a C-level executive assistant in a fast-paced environment of sales and distribution while building her own wedding business. Now she is here to help you. 
Virtually Yours will support your business to give you time to make more sales and offload those tasks that bog you down. Check out BAMVirtuallyYours.com. Okay, that was nice. Welcome back to With Regrets. And I'm here with the ever slimmer Thomas Whalen and the Thank illustrious you. Rick Turner. Rick, this is the segment of our show that is one of my favorites, usually because some sort of argument breaks out, but it's always fun. We're going to play Two Truths and a Lie. And the way we play it is we're going to have you give us two truths and one lie about your life. And Thomas and I are going to be forensic scientists and try to figure out which one is the lie. And went by we are, Thomas is going to pick apart everything you say uh, okay. and probably figure it out by deductive reasoning. And I don't know how he does it every time. Okay. So it's all correct. It's two truths and one lie. All right. All right. First off, during the pandemic, this is weird, but found a love for skydiving and I can now do solo skydiving. I don't do tandem anymore. So that's something that I started doing to use up some time. I'm an ordained minister and I've married a whole bunch of people who are, interestingly enough, all still together. I filmed and released a documentary that has been in a number of different film festivals. So there's three. Hmm. Oh, I'm waiting fuck. for. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm waiting for Thomas to dive into this. Okay. Do you <laughs> okay. So let's let's do the obvious. The skydiving thing. So obviously, I do know you. Uh huh. I don't. I see someone asking you to skydive, and you could do it, but I think you would choose to go have a cold one with the boys. On a golf field, on do, a do golf, you think a, a field? golf field. Oh, so yeah, like golf a field. true golfer. Yeah, a golf <laughs> this field. <is> very telling. <laughs> on the greens, uh, on, the, on the greens. Okay. Uh, listen, listen. If I'm hanging around a bunch of holes, it's not because I'm playing a game. Right. Um, <laughs> so I think that. I 100% believe that you are a minister. Like I, I would let you, I would let you ordain me, which I mean this time, as opposed to when I've said it before in the wedding. So yeah, you can definitely ordain me. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think that's such a storied life that like, if you were to produce a film, like that wouldn't shock. This is good. This is good. These are hard. Oh God. Yeah. Although I'm going to take Thomas's, bent on this one and say uh, but now i i totally believe somehow you had something to do with a film that has been in film festivals however now i'm wondering if you were like maybe film adjacent or like film festival adjacent or if it was like a youtube festival i don't know there's got to be some like turn of phrase that i'm missing no, I don't I, think I don't think you're jumping out of planes. I think you might have done it a few times, but also you have a high schooler and I feel like you're like, no, I got to live at least four more years. Would you take the risk? And you could just go to the golf field and score a touchdown. The, the golf field for a touchdown and maybe I'll slam dunk the ball. And, uh, and uh, Rick, that's and, basketball. I don't. Oh, uh, <laughs> here I go on a tangent. My most sincere apologies. I... I, I'm going to say the skydiving thing is not, I don't think you would ever jump out of a plane and here's uh, for other reasons why that 
I I know you a little too well, I think, at this point that I I don't think I I would be floored if you told me you were gonna jump out of a plane. Okay. Interesting. So I'm gonna say the the skydiving. So that's that's your final answer? Thomas, what's your final answer? Mine is also skydiving. I just I think you would do it. I think you would do it well. I don't think you would do it. I think you would tell someone to go. You'd be worried about messing my hair up or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, let's go through things here. In 2012, I was executive producer of a film called Rust Belt Rebels, which followed Chef Michael Nowak of the Black Pig, formerly Cleveland, around for a 24-hour period. And it was entered into four different film festivals. It still lives online, so you can see it there. I was involved in a company called Emerging Chefs, which was a marketing agency for culinary talent. So that one gets the checkbox. I am, in fact, an ordained minister. Mm-hmm. I've done five different weddings. Interestingly enough, it's come up in conversation a lot recently because I um, know someone who's also that, and we, we've had a lot of laughs about it. Skydiving. Yeah. No. Up until 2016, I absolutely would have done that, but it took me, after a random accident, it took me about seven months to learn how to walk again. I don't even do ladders anymore. So me and heights, I'm not afraid of them, but I'm not taking a risk. Uh, okay. Well, so now that we know that um, 30,000 feet is reserved for first class, uh, Correct. I think we're going to get into some more fun because what's next is Thomas has a surprise game for the right. two of us to play together. Cool. And that's always dangerous because when Thomas surprises me, he usually looks like an asshole. So this ought to be fun. So it's not really, it's, it's a game, but it's really to highlight the beautiful, illustrious corner of the world that Mr. Rick Turner is from, which is a certain part of Ohio, which mm-hmm. is how you say it if you're me trying to say it. The right number of syllables this time. Yeah, that was... Ohio. <laughs> Ohio gozaimasu is good morning in Japanese. Anyways, so few things I, so one of my favorite nights I've ever went out was in Cleveland at a very disgusting bar. They only had Old English on tap. I was trying to get the name, but it's since closed because it was developed into condominiums because people who don't know, Cleveland is having a come up or has had its come up. Like it's wild. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. When I was there, I stayed at a Renaissance Inn for two months. That was like a former mall building. But anyways, so I was there. So I I got to experience a little bit of the culture. And something that people don't really know about Cleveland's culture, other than it rocks, and it ties into some of Rick's interests. One is they are big hip-hop and rap fans. Yes. There is a very big culture. Yes. Rick just flashed us. In the most inadvertent way. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that I could talk to Rick about some of the things I love. Hip hop, sneakers, weird town names, all that Ohio has. And Stephanie would probably be lost in the sauce. Yeah. Like, I'll start it very, very easy. Stephanie. Oh, God. What is the name of the hip hop group that had a hit song that was a tribute to Easy E? 
Oh, Jesus. You know I don't listen to hip-hop, too. This, they're from Cleveland. Oh, I don't know. So, uh, any- I mean, literally the only, bi- like, the only, like, legitimate hip-hop I know is Biggie. Like, that's it. Yeah, this is going to be good. Yeah. So that would be the illustrious group known as Bone Thugs and Harmony. They're... A hit song about Easy E was the Crossroads. Rest uh, in peace, eleven five two three. Eric Easy E, right? Oh dear lord! Yeah, all the words too. Oh. Yeah, I think they actually teach you it when you're born in Northeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. I think they sit you down and they're like, "Well, this is where we're gonna go." Absolutely, two streets mm-hmm. named after Bone Thugs and Harmony. By the way. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. I can already tell where this is going. All right. <laughs> but there's other there's other rappers also from Cleveland. But one thing that I love about Bone Thugs and Harmony is the names of the members of Bone Thugs and Harmony, mm-hmm. which most people, Stephanie, you know them all. You, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Doug, James, Thomas, and Rick. Do you want their stage names or their government names, Thomas? <laughs> I want their stage names. Okay. So you got Wish, Flesh, Busy, crazy, lazy, and Flesh, the fifth member who was incarcerated at the height of their career. All cousins, with the exception of Busy, who shared the last surname of Scruggs. So, Stephanie, could you repeat for us the members of Bone Thugs and Harmony? Um, happy, dopey, sneezy, <laughs> wishful, bashful. Wishful's not a seven dwarf either. So that's, I'm all right. Yeah. All right. So Rick got a little flashy when he said, Do you want the government name? Oh, or yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. So I have in front of me the list of four Cleveland rappers. Mm-hmm. And you can either ask me for their government name or their stage name. Uh-huh. And I will give you, you can say government or stage, and I'll give you it, but you have to tell me the other one. I I know the government name. Uh, well. No, you just asked me stage or government, I'll give you it, and then you have to provide oh. me the other one. Government. Okay. Jonathan Lindale Kirk. Who's that rapper? Uh, that is he is the most of the moment Cleveland rapper. Oh, 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 he was born here and then moved away. Um, it's uh You got it. The, the baby. The baby. It the is baby. the baby. The baby, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, next one. Government uh, or stage. Give me a stage name. All right, Kid Cudi. Scott Miss Cudi. Do you know his full name? We said government. You're missing a couple names in there. Oh, I don't know the middle name. I know he went to Shaker Heights High School and graduated with my cousin and worked for a friend of mine at a production company. Um, I know all sorts of other names, but not middle names. He is Scott Ramon Seguro, Miss Cuddy. Oh, he shares a middle name with LeBron Ramon James. Yes. Also Mm -hmm. someone who Cleveland is very familiar with. Our hero. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. All right. Next one. All right, and this, you're going to know this immediately. Who is Colson Baker, Rick oh, Turner? Machine Gun Kelly, a.k.a. Kelly. Lace up, Machine yes. Um, who? 
is now a rock singer, and I don't consider him hip-hop anymore. He won the rock album of the year this last week or whatever. He's All right, yeah, my last maybe. one. Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple names, and you tell me which one isn't the town in Ohio. Okay. Because I thought they all uh, reminded me of you, my sweet, <laughs> sweet Rick Turner. This oh, is no. terrifying me. Yes. Is so the first one is uh Ricksville. <laughs> well, I live in a town called Brexville. So if you're alluding to that, then maybe No, no. I, I don't know that one. God, like how high is meth on their scoreboard? Wow. Uh, then the ever elusive Celeryville. That a smoothie drinker. Absolutely exists. Yeah. Funk. Funk has to exist. <laughs> Defiance. Defiance, one million percent exists. I think that's where like seven astronauts are from for whatever reason. Blue ball. B- million percent exists. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, which also reminded you, me of you, Charm. Oh, Charm? Yes. Uh, that's near... Cincinnati or Steubenville, I think. Yeah. Probably wiped yeah. out by a tornado. There's like three residents still there. Just want to yeah, tell you these are the all tornado. these are all actual towns in Ohio. Okay. Um, good Ohio is my reference. Yeah. Um, I am going to go look some of these up and make sure that they are all in the states. Uh, and places that and, you don't visit. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and while I do that, I think we should take a break. We'll be right back, guys. I'd like to introduce one of our sponsors, SMP, Event Design and Production. With footholds in Boston, Massachusetts, and Fort Lauderdale, Florida, SMP is a full-service wedding and event production firm specializing in the clients that appreciate a keen attention to detail. New services for 2021 include a multi-camera professionally produced live stream service for wedding ceremonies, business meetings, and school graduations. In tandem with the live stream video production service is a new offering for SMP. Professional videography, editing, animation, and drone photography services. These are not limited to events, but also to real estate, venue tours, television commercial production, and more. To learn more, visit us at spinnermusicdj.com. That was nice. This is nice. Anyways. You're supposed to welcome, say I'm nice. Okay, well, I'm not going to lie to the people. We already forced them to listen to the episode. I'm not going to fill it with lies and sullied remarks. Wow. But anyways, welcome back to my favorite portion of this little show on the corner of the internet. The thing that we named it all after, where we talk about the deepest, darkest holes of our lives that we filled in and... Now we're going to uncover them. Rick Turner, can you tell us what your regret is? This is going to be surprisingly milquetoast. I know I am regarded by many as a war criminal and a sociopath and a yeah, self, that would be the government. self-absorbed and self-obsessed psychopath. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
Predator drones, all of them. My biggest regret is, right, yeah, pretty much. Actually, if you look on LinkedIn, both Sasha Souza and Nick Borelli, two incredible dear friends of mine and amazing event professionals, have personal reviews by me where I mention them as West African warlords and their penchant for necklacing people and Toyota pickups. So you can, you guys the fact can do that, that on no one own. has been thrown in jail because of you is amazing. Here we are. But my biggest regret, again, it's going to be pretty lackluster, but I missed out on so many opportunities with family and friends in my 20s because I worked too much. I was a psychopath about my career. And while I did keep my nose to the grindstone, I nearly ground it off. I'm appreciative of, of the opportunities that were presented to me, but it took me a long time and something I still work at today to get a quality balance of life in order. Right now, I, I just opened a new restaurant, a, a reopening a lounge, just opened a nightclub last week. I've got a concert for 2,000 people coming up this week. There's a lot of things that my partners and our team are, are doing. So, you know, it's burning the candle at both ends, which I should be doing now in my 40s, given. But I've never stopped doing that. And I look back at some missed opportunities and life moments. That's not to say my life isn't where it should be, or I, there aren't things that make me happy and that I've had these good experiences. It's just something where I think I could have changed my pace a little bit, made some different, perhaps better decisions, and still wound up where I am now without sacrificing time. And time, as we all know, is something that you can never get back for any amount of money or hope. Yeah. Amen. So, yeah, I'm nice to leave I'm things on such a high note, huh, guys? No, Jesus. it's it's true, though. I think there's Ugh, a lot of people... I gotta buy people... everyone a puppy now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I can't have those. <laughs> there's a there's a animal welfare suit out. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I, I mean, yes. yeah, Yes, 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 everything you said. Anyone who's worked in this world, I don't know what my 20s look that. like. Yeah. 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 I mean... Yeah. They, they just... They go, and you don't get any of that back, and I'll be with friends, and I'll talk about what was hilarious, and the good time they had during something, and they're like, what were you doing? And I'm like, probably watching a loadout, or I had someone call off, or writing a contract, yeah. or whatever. It just It's just something that is a necessary evil as part of our industry, and our livelihoods, and I think especially, I think a lot of people can really feel that on a personal level as well. And mm -hmm. it, it's yeah. unfortunate that a lot of us don't realize what we're missing until it's already passed us by and that we've done that to ourselves. And and we like Tom Kiefer of Cinderella once saying, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Totally. For sure. Well, Rick, it has been such a pleasure having you here with us today on With Regrets. And I feel like We've had a, a wonderful time getting to know you more and having some fun with you today. For our listeners out there who don't necessarily know you as well as Thomas and I, give us give us some info on where you are, what you're doing, and how we can keep up with you. Sure. Keeping up with me is pretty easy. Instagram, it's at RFT3. You can find me on Facebook. That's a pretty open platform. I talk a lot about work. I'm very proud of what I'm doing right now. Interestingly enough, right now I'm sitting here at Garden City. Um, on Instagram, it's at Garden City CLE, and it is a curated rooftop cocktail lounge in Jaker Heights, Ohio. 
Um, and it's amazing the, and beautiful. It, thank you very much. It's my, my goal was to create this rooftop oasis in an affluent suburb and have some really insane cocktails and some light bites and most importantly, custom sneakers for the entire staff. And I'm proud to say all of those things happened. And then well, downstairs, you I, did I, it. I, it's amazing. I have mm-hmm. to say it is. Yeah. It, I, Thank I you. Had the seen it in person. To, and... Yeah. I've had the pleasure of being able to visit it in person. And I will say it is yeah. worth the trip to Cleveland. If for nothing Thank else, you. including all of the evidently uh, very well-known hip hop culture there, right. which <laughs> I know nothing about, it is definitely right. worth the trip to, to Cleveland to see uh, Garden City. And, By all means. Uh, your new kitchen downstairs, and Kindred Spirit, which yeah, is amazing as well. Kindred Spirit, which is at Kindred Spirit CLE. It's our West Coast-inspired Mediterranean destination. We brought in a uh, Michelin-starred chef to help steer the ship. I have an amazing executive chef, and we are really working to be the, the paramount destination for people when they're safe and secure and comfortable to come out. Well, again, Rick, it's been such a pleasure having you. I cannot wait to see all of the crazy things that happen with you and your venues and all of the things, especially now that we're all Mm -hmm. getting back to a place where we can be in person together. And I look forward to seeing you again soon in person. So all of you out in listener land, please make sure to do all the things. Find us on the interwebs and follow us because... We've got some great things coming up for you soon. So until then, as Thomas would say, I know Thomas is out there. He had to step away from the mic for a culinary emergency. But as Thomas likes to close out, arrivederci. As always, this has been your host, Thomas Whalen and Stephanie Jaco, CSEP. And if you have a moment, we'd love for you to send us photos of anything any of those things just really follow us get involved you have the story like subscribe and comment arrivederci